I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Babe. 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 It's always, babe. it's babe question mark. Babe? Yeah. That's or, what like, it's or it's like, babe. I still hear question mark. <laughs> Do you? Yeah. Oh, I hear like, come on. Like, babe. I don't know. I or hear... and you're like, oh my god, like, babe. <laughs> <laughs> it's so Kardashian. Oh, so. Oh. Excuse me. <laughs> Give me a I need to get my hiccups checked. I think it's from lying on your tummy. No, I got them like when I wake oh. up in the morning. I'm like, <gasps> <laughs> morning. <laughs> Hello and welcome to 30 Flirty and Perishing, TF&P. I love TF&P. <laughs> with Soul Sister Supreme. Sophie Lyons. <laughs> and me, Clara. 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 And 30 Flirty and Perishing is what the girlies are chatting about. In summery parks. Yeah, a beer garden. Yeah. Balconies. Oh, I wish Lidas. I La- <laughs> Green patches. Benches. Met mm. Clara on a bench earlier. We did. Yeah. Yeah, it's what all the girls are talking about. And mm. guys. Girls and lads. Uh, so, all right, let us kick things off with what, how we do every week. With what we're loving and hating, during and testing of the week. Sophie, kick me off. Um, I'll go negative first and then go high. Okay. Well, we just moved and just packing away my trinkets oh. was honestly... It's so stressful. Mm. And you don't realise how many bits you have. And I'm not good at getting rid of stuff either. And that's my, that's my test, yeah. I wish I was just a bit more minimalist. Yeah, but it's hard because, like, it's your whole life. I I know, but you know those things that sit in a drawer and you don't touch them, but then you go through it and you're like, I need that if X happens. Yeah, I'm such a hoarder. Yeah, yeah, my my mum definitely is. And I think because you guys lived in a house, though. You know, there's way more space. I know. I'm just like, it's just trinkets everywhere and I just need to be a bit more cutthroat. Mm. So I'm going to really knuckle down yeah. and do a Marie Kondo. I should have done it before the move, but I didn't have time. <laughs> James was like, you way too much stuff. And I was like, I know. And he was like, and you said you'd get rid of it before we leave. And I was like, I know. I know. Pass me a box. Yeah. And the movers were raging. Why? They were booked for two hours. Wasn't our doing. Like the company told us to book them for two hours. And then I had a bit of a scrap with them being like, well, we didn't book the time your company did. So mm. don't blame me. But like two hours to load up a lorry. Uh, drive across. Drive across London and, and then unload. Yeah. They just said that's what we needed. So we did that. Um, And he was like, well, it's not enough time. And I was like, okay, well, it wasn't me. So do you need me to call someone? And then James is just like standing in the corner, like looking around. <laughs> It's like, oh, I don't want to get involved. Sorry. Side note. You'll love the story. We were trying to sell stuff beforehand and I love selling shit. Yeah. Oh, I forgot how arousing like eBay and Facebook Marketplace was. And I was like, that's fine. I can, that's something I can do. And so I was selling bits and all the stuff. And then we had a few bits left at the end. And we were like, James, like, I just want to get rid of them. Like, I'm not bringing them to the new house. So these two antique tables that we had that were actually quite pricey, apparently. Oh, yeah. And we had them on Facebook and no one wanted them. And then James went up to... 
Portobello Road and was like to this antique secondhand shop go will yeah. you buy it anyway he was like grand I'll come down and look at them he arrives down we're moving on Saturday morning he arrives down on Saturday night and the agreement was £50 for the tables and everything else was just like it wasn't even worth anything like it yeah, was a yeah. really old Ikea lamp etc cetera, etc cetera. so he was taking it all and then he, he was putting it in the van and then I was like have you gotten the £50 to James and he was like no like don't don't ask him it's so awkward and I was like what and he was like don't just don't 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 and I was like no, he's paying you for the tables. Like, we're not leaving. He's he not. Just robbing you. He's, you're, uh, you're letting him rob you blind. And he was like, no, I can't say it. Like, it's just too awkward. I hate this. <laughs> I was like, what? So then he went down outside and the guy was basically finished. And then I was like, okay. And I was like, and is the payment the 50 pounds? Mm. And then the guy was like, oh, you want money, do you? And then Jay was like, 50 pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Like looking around being like, yeah. I was like, yeah, you guys agreed 50. I felt like a bouncer. Oh my God. Or a police woman. Yeah. Anyway, we got the 50 snots. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's where you and James really compliment each other well. I couldn't agree with you more. Yeah. He's, we're opposites. Yeah. The yin to the yang. Yeah. Like he wouldn't confront the movers, but he would be really good at like loads of other stuff. Yeah. 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 I'm more kind of like, um a fisticuffs if you will <laughs> like a metaphorical sort of popo yeah no they're not doing that to us mm-hmm. and then he's like the practical like details etc yeah 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 i agree wow anyway but that's why you test you're like the showman and he's the kind of stage runner i'm the barrister he's the solicitor yeah <laughs> totally that's so it like the theatrical performer oh that's and he's good. doing all the work am i right no sorry go on what's your test my digest is in a somewhat similar vein. On Friday, I had the day off. I had it all Gosh. planned out from like start to finish. Had my little schedule of events. I was getting so much stuff done. Like I cleaned the apartment top to bottom. It was honestly like I fixed the Hoover and oh my God, it was like sucking up the carpet. It had just the, the filter was, which I never, it was a part of the Hoover I'd never found before. And then I fixed that and it was just like a new Hoover We're again. We're grown up. I know. And then a handyman was coming to fix a few oh. stuff. I have been trying to sort this fucking, these things out since April. I went back over the messages to our lighting agent and it was like stupid, annoying stuff, like nothing emergency. So we were obviously like falling down on the list. Yeah. And I was messaging your ma- the lighting agent to be like, can we sort this? Can we sort this? And I texted him during the week and I was like, I've been trying to sort this. It's it's July today, or it's July this week. I've been trying to sort this from April. Can you please, can you please just come over? And then he was like, oh, here, do you want his number? You you try. I text the handyman and he wrote back within three minutes. Yeah, I can come over tomorrow. It's like, why didn't I just have this guy's number? Blah, blah, blah. That's so irritating. It was so irritating. And because it was like, it was hinges on doors and it was a loose toilet seat. But then anyway, so my whole big day sorted out, cleaned the flat and had your man coming. who's supposed to be there at a quarter past 11. He showed up at a quarter past three. The handyman. And there was no, yeah, the handyman. It was four hours late. And I was like, okay. So my whole day, one by one, all my plans had to start getting cancelled. And I only had stuff to do for myself. Like, it wasn't like... It's still your day off. My day off, supposed to be my sister, I had to cancel that. But then the rest of the stuff... Yeah, then the rest of the stuff was like, I want to go to Oxford Street and buy some bras and pants. Like, it wasn't like essential stuff. it's your time. So I was just really annoyed him. And then he comes and he's like this super charming guy. And I was like, damn you, I can't be mad at you for that long because you're very, you're really cute. Was he hot? No, no, no. No, no, no. No, 
he actually was like, oh, I'll take off my shoes. And then he was like, he put them back on. He was like, no, you don't want to see my feet. And I was like, but you're wearing socks. Oh, my God. Gross. No, no, no. Ew. Speaking of which, we actually have a handyman in the other room. Yeah, look at us go. He's a bit hot. Oh, Peter. Yeah, Peter H. Yeah, so I'm just hating people being... Him being late because just really fucked up my day. Disrespecting my time. He didn't. He didn't respect my time, and it was just annoying because then now I have to do that. When am I going to do all those niggly little jobs again? Really upset me. Well, it's just not upset That's me. But so fair. Yeah, it's probably my Anyway, what are you adoring? I am adoring my new hood. Oh, it's just such an energy moving, isn't it? Like Change I love. The rest. I love a new neighborhood. I woke up on Sunday morning. And I'd been out on Saturday night and I woke up and I heard someone playing the trumpet. I thought I could hear that a while ago. It was so soothing. Wow. It was our... I can't remember what the song... But I remember being like, that's that song. I can't remember what it was. So soothing. Oh, we have a guy in our block who plays the trumpet and he always plays that, you know, that Baker Street song. <laughs> I don't need to sound more trumpety. No, that's, that's actually really good. Like my lips are too tickly. <laughs> <laughs> You're really good at that. You could join the band. God, that's so tingly. I'd say the handyman's having the best time. <laughs> James is typing like, where's the socks? I keep closing the door on him as well. Oh, it's so funny. Yeah, just little things like that. Hearing new noises. I saw yeah. a little dog downstairs. The face is gorgeous. Thank you, I'm buzzing about it. Saw a new cat. Mm. I really want a pet. Do you though? I really want a cat. Do you though? Yeah, like I really want a cat. No, please, I hate them. I really want one. Like, I want one of those gorgeous, big, fat, furry, like, Persian ones. Yeah. And their paws look like boots. I really oh. want one. I know. I, yeah, but then you have to look after them. I just think the responsibility is... I know, I'm so irresponsible. Would you get a house cat? Like, you wouldn't let them outside. Oh, no, I want one that can roam free. How do you teach them to roam free, though? Our cat's just roamed free. We no? had a cat and it, it never came back one time. We don't know what happened to them. A lot of the time, if they're sick, they actually just go off by themselves. Mm. They're a very elegant animal. And I don't like the hatred that they get. I'm not like a cat lady, but I'm a cat supporter. <laughs> like, I'm a dog supporter as well. But I just think they're all wonderful. Cats hate me, so I hate them. Because dogs can sense if someone isn't, like, oogling over them. Dogs can sense that, and yeah. they actually gravitate towards that person. Ah. Cats are just like, oh, bitch, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Peter? <laughs> James? <laughs> Imagine they were having sex in there. <laughs> I took my back for one minute. It's not fair, James. I fancied it. <laughs> Sorry, uh, that's mine. Just all the new things in a new neighborhood, new energy. It's such nice weather. It's so bright outside. I yeah, love it. it's gorgeous. It is so nice. Yeah. Well, well done. Well, my wish sh- <laughs> was kind of the same as yours. Oh. Is that I have a new neighbor in you. Oh, that was sweet. We are now so much closer. I to- love that we don't have to do a big fat commute. I know, we're not going from the other side. Because it was wearing thin. North to 
west. It was a lot. It was like a 50 minute journey, depending on how great the circle line was. Really. Yeah. And then, you know, when it was dark. Yeah, that was long. Yeah. Whereas now we're like three stops on the, I've, yeah. two stops on the overground. I have so many sisters around. It's yeah, fabulous. Yeah. It's really good. No, yeah. Sure. That's Welcome darling. To the... Did you change your costumes when you moved to neighborhood? Or you moved in there, I suppose. What do you mean costumes? Your outfits, like your vibe. Is it like people change? moved to like North or East and changed their fashion? Oh, well, no, because, well, I'm sure that was just from Dublin. Mm. But I don't know, actually. Did I dress like a carpenter in Dublin? <laughs> sure. Was I a carpenter? I'd have to ask some old colleagues. But you, <laughs> you definitely take more risks here in London. Everyone does. Oh, yes. Like hats, etc. Yeah, yeah. Now, I haven't ventured into the hat world because I just don't know if they suit my moon head, but... Oh, a huge head. Yeah, but you've got a pointy chin. <laughs> a pointy chin? But, like, there's a there's a cheekbone and a chin situation. I just look like a little glob. <laughs> no, my hat. I what? Because you've, like, a, got a bigger, like, a bigger eye area, whereas mine is very small, and I just think a hat makes everything... You look. have facial dysmorphia. <laughs> No, a hat really don't suit me. I love a hat. No, I feel like you've like a good bone structure to support a hat. Thank you so much. And this actually leads into our theme. Oh, it does. And what we weren't even trying. Oh wow! Pastor Gaz in the building. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. I went out at the weekend and the only option that seemed feasible was a very gay night out. It was Pride. Correct. But I would be basically, I think, the only girl. Yeah. And I knew going into it, I wasn't going to score. And I try to balance socially doing that because on a gay night out, if you're single, you're never going to meet a guy. And then you need like your single nights. But they're great. It's when you mix the two, it's great. I think if you're a single girl and you only go on gay nights out, Mm -hmm. you're doing yourself a disservice. Yeah. So I do try to balance it. Yeah. More often than not to the single girly side mm-hmm. but I love I love a, a gay at night out anyway so I went out and I was like I'm not going to be getting any attention tonight yeah. it's fine mm-hmm. oh my god if your self esteem is dwindling mm. go to a gay club yeah. I couldn't I was batting them off with a stick <laughs> and they didn't want anything from me yeah 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 and it was just compliment city and I think you already know this Anyone who knows me knows that I just love compliments. <laughs> I do. 
I love them. I live mm. off them. They fuel me. They feed me. I know it's not great, but it's true. Yeah. And I love them. Mm. I remember I was seeing a guy before and I was like, I complimented on something. I don't know what it was. And then after a while, I was kind of like, you never really give me any compliments. And yeah. he was like, well, I don't really think you need any. And he didn't mm. mean it in a mean way. But I remember being yeah. like, A, I don't think that's very nice that you strategically did that. And B, they're like my favorite thing. So you don't even know me at all. Bitch, please. Um, so that's what we're talking about is love language. So it, it was a book. Yes. Yeah, so, so I kind of only heard about this in the last years. I heard about it from But uh, you're a spiritual Oprah. leader. Oprah. And then I think Goop. See, do you know what I mean? Their like podcast It's only kind of filtered down, I think, in the last few years to someone like me. Yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But basically the point was... The gay men were speaking your love language. And I didn't even ask them to. Aww. But I do, I do encourage women, single women, or if you have a boyfriend either, if you're low on self-esteem, if you're having a bad day, uh. go to the eagle in Vauxhall <laughs> and your your face will be restored. <laughs> I felt like a supermodel. Oh, it's amazing. And there was like men going out with all their bellies out, bums and like tramp stamps and like wow. it was freewheeling. It was fabulous. And no cue for the ladies' bogs. Oh, dream Yeah, so the scenario. eagle in Vauxhall, you have my vote. No. Oh, brill. Clara, would you like to take us through the five? Okay. So, firstly, there's words of affirmation, which I'm going to... Are we going to guess each other's ones? I, have to, uh, I, well, think, words, I think you even knew that anyway. Words, yeah, I knew it. I, I'm pretty sure I've said that to you, that you're like, is language. It, is that awful? No. Well, it's an accredited form of... I know. Is it very... Shall, is it self-indulgent, maybe? No. It is. <laughs> Isn't it how you give and receive love and they're broken down into five different ways? Yeah. So anyway, okay, words of affirmation. Let's see what the study says. Okay. Actions don't always speak louder than words. If this is your love language, unsolicited compliments mean the world world to you. Hearing the words, I love you, are important. Hearing the reason behind that love sends your spirit skyward. Correct. If someone said, I love you, I'd be like, thanks, that's so sweet. If someone said, oh my God, you're the most beautiful, <laughs> stunning queen. queen, that would send, as as the text says, my spirit skyward. It would. Did you write this? It's almost like I did. Um, insults can leave you shattered and are not easily forgotten. That is so true. Yeah. I'll hold on to those, yeah. You'll always, you do always remember what people say to you. Um, I have terrible memories. You thrive on hearing kind and encouraging words that build you up. That's totally me. That is you. Makes me sound so awful. What percentage of words of affirmation were you? 33. Oh, but still. Quality time, 23. Physical touch, 20. Acts of service, 17. Receiving gifts, 7. It's interesting. Interesting. That's a clear winner though. Mine are really similar. Are they? Yeah. So the second one. Quality time. In quality time, nothing says I love you like a full undivided attention. Being there for this type of person is critical, but really being there with the TV off, fork and knife down and all chores and tasks on standby makes you feel truly special and loved. Distractions, postponed activities or other failure to listen can be especially hurtful. Whether it's spending uninterrupted time talking with someone or doing activities together, you deepen your connection with others through sharing time. I think that's really true because like, okay, so I got 23% of that. Yeah. I think 
you know when someone's like oh let's just do it the two of us Mm. I think there's like nothing nicer than hearing that. Yeah, they're like, I just sorry, I don't want to share you today. Like, I think that's the nice thing to say. Yeah, yeah, that's gorgeous. And then if you say you're stunning on top of it, take my the, clothes off. The- <laughs> 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 okay, physical touch. A pers- number three. Number three. What percentage of this are you, sorry? Mm. Twenty. Twenty. A person whose primary language is physical touch is not surprisingly very touchy. Hugs, pats on the backs and thoughtful touches on the arms. They can all be ways to, sh- to show excitement, concern, care and love. Physical presence and accessibility are crucial. While neglect or abuse can be unforgivable and destructive, appropriate and timely touches communicate warmth, safety and love to you. What do you think about that? What do you mean? For you? No, in general. I love it. I'm just wondering, is it is someone who's predominantly physical touch, is that like... I don't think it's in a sexy way. I think that's part of it, but I don't touch, think... No, but it's a very, like, just constantly touching each other. Because that annoys me. You know when you see those couples? Oh, they're, like, all over each other. But not even, like, it's not sexy. It's just kind of like, you're a bit like, Ugh, get a room. And you're not get even it. doing anything sexy. It's just, like, a lot. It's yeah, like I've PDA been... without kissing or something. It's a bit PDA, but I think it doesn't have to be... It's like holding hands and stuff. Holding hands, it's... Love holding But hands. it's like also when you're like in private, it doesn't have to be like you could be a really non PDA couple, but your love language could be physical touch. I love holding hands. That's so obvious. I think it's my favourite thing to do. <laughs> like spooning and holding hands. Yeah. Me and one of my friends, Connor, we spent a whole festival just walking around. We're like totally just platonic friends. Is he uh, straight? Yeah, yeah. We just <laughs> the weekend we first met, we just got on so well, and we we're just having a great time. We we're like, well, let's just hold hands, and then <laughs> you were like hashtag holding hands, <laughs> and we were just we spent the whole weekend doing. Oh, I like doing that with my really close friends, guys. It's lovely. Yeah, like we were walking around taste there, and I was holding one of the boys' hands, and it was just really nice. So it's lovely, isn't it? Yeah, we had the nicest time because you're just such good friends. Yeah. And you're just like holding each other's mittens. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah, I love it. Number four. Acts of service. Can helping with homework really be an expression of love? Absolutely. Anything you do to ease the burden of responsibilities weighing on a- an act of service person will speak volumes. The words he or she most wants to hear, let me do that for you. Laziness, broken commitments and making more work for them. Tell speakers of this language their feelings don't matter. When others serve you out of love, not an obligation, you feel truly valued and loved. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's nothing nicer than when someone takes your bag up the stairs. Or, uh, or opens the door for you. Or is like you're struggling to, I don't know, hang up your laundry and then they just start helping. Or like... Not struggling, but you're just doing it. Grab the shopping bags. Yeah. Or your luggage. Yeah. I remember when that time I got scammed in um, Bath. Oh, yeah. I was on the blower to the police. uh, Or not the police, the bank, (laughs) sorry. And, um... (laughs) I mean, Detective Jones. (laughs) Fuck him, Deno. And I was chatting to them. And then one of the boys just took my wheelie suitcase because we were walking to the train or something. And he just took it while I was on it because he was just like... Yeah, I love the acts of service one. They're the real, like, doers. I think, though, there is, like, that thing of just, like, a gent as well. It's not yeah, yeah, yeah. necessarily a love language. It might just be, like, they're a massive gent and that mm. just comes naturally to them. Yeah, yeah. And there true. is nothing more arising. Oh. You know, when they open the door, the car door yeah. for you. 
Of the card or what? Yeah. Now, number five. Final one. Receiving gifts. Don't mistake this love language for materialism. Ah, okay, I there did. You go. The receiver of gifts thrives on the love, thoughtfulness and effort behind the gift. If you speak this language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are no- known, you are cared for and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. A missed birthday or a hasty, thoughtless gift would be disastrous. So would the absence of everyday gestures. Gifts Every are- day? Yeah, mad. Is that like a treat? Yeah, or it might just be a gesture rather than a gift. Like, I did this for you or I... Is that not acts of service? Well, like, what's a gesture? Um, Like, oh, you sounded a bit sad on the phone. I got you a chocolate bar on the way home. Yeah, maybe that's what it means. Gifts are heartfelt symbols to you of someone else's love and affection for you. That sounds kind of tiring on the other person. But if you're with an acts of service fellow, then that might work. Acts of service and receiving gifts would... Yeah, they kind of come compat- into the same, don't they? My receiving gifts is the same. It was my last one. Yeah. Do you know what my number one is? Of course I do. I have no idea. What? Really? Well, well I no, guess. No, no, yeah, no. I'll guess. Sense. Yeah, guess. I would say it's quality time. It's actually physical touch. Is it? I'm a big PDA or... No, I don't know. I'm a pervert. I'm a public pervert. <laughs> big public pervert. So mine is physical touch at like 27% and then I can't remember, but acts of service and quality time are kind of tied at 23 or something. And then affirmation and then receiving gifts. That's interesting. Very, yeah. I yeah. would have thought you'd be a quality timer. But you know what? I did this before with someone else and I had very different. I had acts of service was number one. Then it was and physical touch and quality time. I think we're down. Was that because you wanted that or was it because? I think it was because I wanted that. and I, Lord knows I wasn't getting it. You yeah, so it's like, to be a bit more helpful. I was kind of. I think you can kind of answer it, going. Yeah, it's like you know the answer you want. Yeah. So you're gonna answer it a certain way. Because the question, when you're filling out the survey, it takes about five or ten minutes. It goes. It would be more meaningful to me if, and then you're given two options. So it would have been more meaningful for me to have received more acts of service because I wasn't getting it. If that makes sense. Yeah. Fucking loser. Oh, totally. Whereas now that I get that more, I think that's why my results have changed. Yeah, it's so not now, the top of your mind because you're so not now, craving it because you kind of have it. Yeah. Whereas now, because quality time and physical touch are always up high and now they're still up high. So it's kind of like a... And what's your favourite physical touch? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Give me that, you green. Give me that, What's my favourite? I think just when you're like watching TV, like if there's like a hand somewhere. Oh, I love a spoon. A spoon holding hands. Oh. If one could bottle that, I'd pay big cash for it. Big cash. There is nothing nicer than when you fancy someone and they fancy you and yeah. you're in bed and you're spooning and you don't have a deadline <laughs> and you're holding paws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there anything better? No. Me don't think so. Me don't think so. Oh. <laughs> um, so obviously I've only done this today and I, it's been brought to my attention. My would probably be words of affirmation, which I think is correct. But the guy who came up with it. Yes. Is a bit of a, where is he? Oh gosh. Gary was... Chapman. Not to be confused with Tracy Chapman. <laughs> 
PhD. He's well-known marriage counsellor and director of marriage seminars. Kind of sounds like a cult. Various bestseller since... On the New York Times bestseller since 2007. Does real-life family counselling. He has radio programmes on Moody, Moody Radio Net, Network and over 400 affiliate stations. He looks really sweet. He is. He, Oprah's interviewed him a few times. So it's on her podcast. Oh, has she? He's a good... Yeah, it's a good list. I Goop oh, did it as well, I hate to say. The five love languages of children. Oh my God, he has loads of books. Yeah, they do it for like singles, couples. Men. Children, yeah. Teens. Military edition. What? Oh my God. And there's like videos. Oh my God, the pictures are really funny. (laughs) That's totally me. (laughs) Getting a compliment here. Yeah, that's just me getting a compliment on Saturday night. Look at that lovely couple physical touch. That's what I was looking at. Because I just think it's so nice, like the close. I, I just like the closeness rather than the, you know, I don't mean like the PDA. That, I think. But I like the feeling close to someone or feel like sitting beside them on the TV. Oh, it's such a. Yeah. And I feel like with friends, I'm touchy feely more than I think I've grown into it. I couldn't agree with you more. I've gotten more yeah. touchy, half to freak some people out. Uh, I hope I and I hope I give a nice hug. Oh, you do. Pastor Gaz is filled with warm hugs. Oh, oh, wonderful! And definitely do the quiz. It's it's a fun little quiz. It is, yeah. Okay, so the most common love language. Doctor Chapman analyzed the results of ten thousand people who took his quiz online in two thousand and ten, and finds words of affirmation were the most most popular language, but by a thin margin. In oh. twenty eighteen, Hinge analyzed their app. That's so creepy. And found the most common love language was quality time by far. I wonder is that like because of COVID? I know that was 2018 now. I blame but, everything on COVID. But I, I do think like, uh, say with my one, like all of them are, apart from receiving gifts, mine are all pretty simple. They're all in the 20s. It's and combo. I, I, yeah. But, but I also think when it's your second time doing it, you kind of know, I know the questions. It's kind of when you know the answer to a quiz. Also, it was like when I was doing that personality quiz. Yeah. They do a conscious and subconscious reading. Uh, so stuff you might want try to tone down or tr- stuff you might try and enhance. Like yeah. your brain is definitely doing a bit of that. Yeah. Because you're like, no, no, I don't want to be that person who needs someone to, mm. you know, profess that I'm amazing. You know, yeah, I just want I don't their want, time. Yeah, and I definitely think I do that with the gifts thing because obviously I'd love to receive a gift every now and again. Yeah, like if anyone wants to send us any jewellery. Yeah, Sophie needs more trinkets. So. I need <laughs> new trinkets. These trinkets are growing old. But all of the five love languages, I think are all just so lovely. You want to do all of those things. But some criticism is saying that it, or, or like slant on it is that it can depend on gender, culture, customs and values. So for example, in South, in the South Asian culture... Directly praising someone is very uncomfortable and often not well received. Uh, Irish people aren't good at taking compliments either. No, no, no. You're like, sorry, sorry, pennies. Uh. Or, the, or you're like, oh, no, I don't. Uh. I look shit. Have you not fucking seen my face? Yeah, yeah. Get really you're offended. like, oh, they stress. Uh. Yeah, it's zoning and I have yeah. washed my hair days. Or, or you'd be like, oh, thanks. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> like a really awkward thing. I'm, yeah, no, I'm not good at taking it. Except for me, I just smile. That's and, fair though. Sorry, also public displays of affection between spouses or romantic partners is also a major taboo in the South oh, Asian yeah. culture. Okay, so like obviously this is 30 years ago that the book was first published. Yeah. And some criticisms and flaws people are saying is that like um, some people can treat it as like a personality test 
And Dr. Chapman was saying the whole point is that we're supposed to adapt ourselves to our partner's love language, not demand they use ours. So you know I like X and that's your effort towards me. And I know you like Y, so that's my effort towards you. Very, very interesting because I remember when the last time I did it, their top thing was quality time. And then that made me understand that, okay, well, that's how... Because sometimes it felt to me like it was all the time that we spent together wasn't enough. And then when I found out that their love language was quality time, it made me go, like, prioritise it a bit more. But what I came to realise was I didn't like doing any of that. <laughs> and I, I, I wasn't doing it because I didn't want to. <laughs> so then I was like... Oh, I think we have a problem. What? Oh, wait, I don't want to spend time with you. <laughs> I was like, oh, right, you want to do that. So you want to spend more time with me and I want to spend less time with you. That's mm. a humdinger. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I know, even, you know, with your friends, like when you're getting older. I'm not old, I'm very young and useful. You get with other friends as well. Yes. Where they're like, oh, like I haven't seen you in so long or, you know, whatever it is. And it might not even cross your mind. Mm. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, I think if your friend had quality time was their love language, then maybe they'd expect that from you out of a friend. Whereas yeah. like, quality time could be really low on your thing. <laughs> on your <list. laughs> I don't want to spend quality time with you. <laughs> also, it can promote codependency and prevent partners from developing autonomy and authenticity. Couples who shared the same love language weren't happier than the couples who had different differing styles. Yeah, I see that. I think with some of them, like physical touch, that's a good one if you're both, if you both have it. Quality time is good if you both have it. Whereas like words of affirmation, receiving gifts and... and Acts of service. Acts of service. They're all fine, I think, on their own if one partner was one of that. Imagine if you two souped up 100% acts of service people. You'd get into this mad... Oh, topping up. No, I can help you. No, I'll get the door. No, no I'll allow me. Because usually there's someone going, no, no, I'll do it for you. And the other one's like kind of passive, like, okay. Yeah. Now, I have to say, I think because my love language is compliments. Yeah. That I do it to people I fancy. And okay. A, it makes them uncomfortable because a lot of them are Irish. And B, they don't know what to do. Like, they, they, don't, they don't know. Like, sometimes they think yeah. I'm joking and I'm not. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah. you know the way if you're like someone like, oh, you're such a good kisser. Yeah. I would say that if they were. Yeah. And they don't know what to do. Right. Or then you're like, you know, and you're like, oh, you're really hot. Yeah. They get very uncomfortable. I think it's not many people say it, maybe, that they're like, oh my God, Yeah, maybe what I'm is a this? unicorn. I'd say you are. Yeah, know. it makes a lot of guys uncomfortable. Maybe I should stop doing that. Why? Because none of them know how to handle it. Maybe that's, it scares them. But that's what you want to do. I just love compliments. Basically, the whole thing is like, use this in moderation. It doesn't really, you know, take it with a pinch of salt. Yeah, I hear people using it as like a personality test and that's not what it should be used for. But it does feel like a personality Mm. test. But it also is a communication style for your love. So I'm, I'm laissez-faire. What were those things related to business? Laissez-faire. And I think it's autocratic. Is it? It's a bit wrong. Is it autocratic? It's wrong, but feels right. (laughs) (laughs) Autocratic, democratic and laissez-faire. Yeah, there you go. It doesn't speak about your personality, but it says your style. Your communi- I, what you like how receiving. You, 
how you communicate your love. And I think it's so benefit. I think, I, I know obviously to be taken with a pinch of salt and not if you're from Southeast Asia, but like <laughs> it is an amazing way, a tool to get you to not only understand yourself, but like a friend or a partner or like your military colleagues or whatever. But... <laughs> <laughs> So I did an Instagram poll about what I was asking the community, what the lamest love language is. Yeah. So 67% agreed receiving gifts was the lamest. Yeah, you see, I think there's, there is a prejudice to receiving gifts. However, actually, sorry, more said words of affirmation was the lamest. Oh no. Yeah, I get it. I really do get it. I think they're kind of the bottom two, like people are like, oh, like a bit allergic to it. Yeah, yeah. I think they did, to be honest. Interesting. Isn't it? Yeah, everyone said words of affirmation, Jesus. The people have spoken. Wow. I also said we'd put up nudes tomorrow. <laughs> when you were saying, when you're giving compliments to Irish men in particular, yeah. they don't like receiving it, so yeah. like, don't like getting them or don't know what to say. Yeah. So you can assume that most of the people who respond to your thing are Irish and they're probably like, oh no, don't, I don't like that. Oh, you think it's a culture thing? Yeah, it could be. That actually would make a lot of sense. Yeah. They don't know what to do when I say it to them. I kind of like doing it because they get really uncomfortable. It unnerves them. Yeah, they get very <laughs> uncomfortable. Isn't that funny? Mm. So I think, that, yeah, that and the receiving gifts, I think they do have a prejudice against them because from how they appear when you actually read into them they're totally different what they are yeah like, I remember listening to the Gwyneth Paltrow podcast where I think she, I assume she chats to Gary Chapman she chats with somebody about the love languages and she's like oh mine is receiving gifts and I remember like oh of course yours is Gwyneth do you not like Gwyneth? no oh I really like her I love the podcast I listen to it well I don't listen to it religiously I haven't listened to the pod it is actually very good. Their topics and stuff. Well, they've lost it. The, okay, we'll get into it. But there, no, do. Th- there was this girl called who she did the Goop show with, Elise Lochran or uh, Lo. Or I can't remember her second name. Was that all those tests? Yeah, and uh, Elise was like the real brains, not brains, but she was like she did most of the interviewing. Gwyneth did like the big people, but she did all the other ones. Yeah, and like her questioning was amazing. She's an author. She just had a really good and like modest way of interviewing people and she was really good but she's left Goop now why? don't know apparently she went falling out with Gwyneth I don't know really? Mm. do you see your one Emily Weiss from Glossier's stepped down as CEO who's she? you know Glossier the makeup oh god the one that was in the hills Emily super intern <gasps> no yeah. Oh, yeah what? yeah she stepped down they had a few blips during Covid about like employees coming forward about like toxic work culture and stuff and then they wrote they actually made an Instagram cult but it was all it was all these posts about what was going on in the retail stores and head office and like there was a racism thing and then they sent a letter and they had their demands like all the employees who got involved and one of them was like to have a phone call with Emily Weiss CEO and she didn't do it Maybe she was like asked. Oh, that is kind of uncomfortable. I think basically she's stepping down as a figurehead. But that happens a lot. She'll start something else like. Yeah. I saw Rachel Wise speaking of Wise's in the park today. Shut up. Yeah. Where? Regent's Park. She, I love her. She walked by me. She's unreal. I saw her, her on Graham Norton. They were in the exact same clothes. It was very strange. She's quite tall. I, I love she her. She's gas. I saw her on the Graham Norton show she, a few years She was ago. wearing this like oversized fedora type straw hat. So was her friend. They were both wearing loose kind of but fitted like sexy shirts 
and both wearing like balloon pants. Not like mom jeans, like a structure, like a, a wide leg. They looked like it was, I, the only reason I noticed them was like those women were wearing the exact same clothes. You and see then, so many celebs. And then the daughter, because I thought their kids were older. That daughter couldn't have been more than five, maybe six. Oh. I thought they had their kids be older. I think they live in Primrose Hill. Apparently there's been a few sightings. She was stunning. She's gorgeous. Stunning. And seems like really good crack. Yeah. Anyway. That was great. <laughs> there's three. So, sorry, goss is also my love language. You know when someone shares a bit of goss? Any goss. I haven't gotten like a juicy piece of goss in a while. I say like, what's the goss for like, oh, what's up? Like, wh- how's it hanging? Yeah. And the comments I get on asking for goss, they're like, what's the goss? And I'm like, I'm just saying like, what's the goss? Or it's a crack. Yeah. What's happening? Tell me your goss. How's it hanging? What's going on? Hey, girlies, what's the goss? Yeah. Ain't scale? <laughs> Cut a harla. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to us on... Oh, actually, I think this would be sexier if we did it like, you know, the Sleepless in Seattle radio woman. Okay. You know, when she's like, Jonah, thank you so much for tuning in to Love Languages on TFMP. <laughs> we hope you learned something. We hope you know what your love language is. And come back next week to learn... An abundance of other things only here on TFMP. <gasps> Good night, listeners. That's totally it. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you next week. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe. Follow yeah. myself and Clara on Instagram at Cabana at Soph underscore Lions. Thank you for everyone who participates in all our surveys. Oh yes, we Thank love you. that. Love it. We need to know what the people want. Yeah. Thank you for spreading the word. Thank you to our international vibes. Yeah. Shout out to the Sri Lankans. Yeah. Dominican Republic. The DR. Oh, Turkish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Turkish, Hawaii, Hawaii, San Francisco, San Fran, and everywhere. Have you been looking at the reports without me? No, no, no. Um, I, I, my, my cousin listens <laughs> in San Fran. Don't go looking at my. No, reports. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to the insights. Thank you so much, and we'll chat to you next week. pop. Goodbye now. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.